Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. The strange thing is, it'll go down as just another loss. However, without Taylor Hall, Seth Jones, Tyler Johnson, Taylor Radish, Andreas Athanasiu, Anthony Beauvillier, Joey Anderson, and Connor Bedard and Nick Foligno for most of the game, this felt like the best chance the Hawks had at picking up a win on the road trip. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 9.30 tonight as this chippy one out in New Jersey went a little bit late, but we're here for you on 720 WGN. Our pal Troy Murray's over at the Prudential Center. He was on the call with John Weideman. And I, I don't know how to dissect this one, Troy. It, it, it's a gut punch loss. It's insult to injury. It might be a little bit too literal, but I mean, this was a hard-fought effort by this team with so many guys down, so many stepped up, but it doesn't make anything anything easier with falling at the end of the day by a two-goal deficit. There's going to be a lot of sore bodies in this one, and, and rightly so. They competed hard. Luke Richardson is not going to have any issue with how this team competed in this game tonight. Maybe the high-end skill of the Devils took over here, but you have to really think about the losses in this game. The leader... The heart and soul of this team, Nick Foligno. We don't know what happened to him. We also we obviously know what happened to Connor Bedard taking a hit from Brendan Smith. Not a dirty hit, but a hit that uh, put Connor Bedard out of the game. Hopefully, that is not a significant injury. If it is, it's devastating. Uh, but you got to be you got to be proud of the guys the way that they work tonight. Uh, you know, we were up here and it's it's frustrating to lose this game. You would really like to see them the way that they dug deep. Now, they weren't able to get the job done, but everybody gave it everything that they had in this one, so you can't fault anything. They just lost the game. 22 penalties in this game. As soon as we get word on Connor Bedard or Nick Foligno, if we do get word, we will share that with you as quickly as we can. The The other encouraging thing about tonight, Troy, was it seemed like the Hawks were doing a really good job of getting under the devil's skin and just getting them out of sync. That's a lot of what we saw last year, and even with all the guys I mentioned earlier, without them tonight, they were able to do that in this game, and that was fun to see. I talked about the team being had to be pesky in the game last night. They were pesky in this game tonight. And I will say this. I, I give the Devils a lot of credit that they fought back and they, they didn't back off at all. And I, You know, this is a team that I'm, I'm kind of suspect on kind of the makeup of, of their team, but they didn't back off. They, they, they met the challenge and they stood up to the Blackhawks and I thought the Blackhawks did everything that they could to disrupt the game of the Devils. The Devils fought hard and then I, I think in the third period things kind of settled down a little bit and that it went in favor of the Devils, the Blackhawks. I don't think they sat back, but I think they just, uh, a little bit of a change in mentality, trying to defend that lead a little bit too much, and that gave the Devils a little bit of freedom that they didn't have through the first two periods, and they were able to capitalize on some of their chances. But I thought, again, you know, the Blackhawks competed hard. You had a short bench up front. You were short uh, on the back end as well. Vlasic missed basically the whole second period, sticking up from his teammates, and John mentioned that um, in the postgame show moments ago, the way that this team stuck up for one another in a tough situation, long road trip, they could have easily just packed their bags yeah. and said, we're heading back home to the United Center and play the Flames on Sunday afternoon. 
didn't do that. So really proud of the guys, the way they worked hard. Now, that's a good point, too, about New Jersey. And uh, it looks like Alexander Holtz, who scored the first goal for the Devils tonight, unquote, saying that was probably the most intense game I've ever been a part of. Well, there there you go. And and for the Devils on the, on the side of it, you mentioned it. Uh, we didn't really notice it, but Jack Hughes went into the Devils locker room during the third period. He was not out there at the end of the game or for the last half of the third period. So <laughs> there's some concern on the Devils side of it to lose maybe their top player as well. No, for sure. Guys going down left and right. Lastly, Troy, you, you were talking about it towards the end of the broadcast. Arvid Sutterbloom, maybe not the best game. Game, but uh, another solid showing, and that's back-to-back performances for Sutterbloom, where you feel better about his performances. Yeah, he did. I mean, I, and again, I, I, I just look at the one play that he, 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 I think he'd like to have that one back. That's yeah. a long-range shot, and that's kind of the, the exact same spot that we thought, I think it was Jordan Cairo who scored in St. Louis, coming down the right wing, right wing shot, so he's not in the middle of the ice. He just kind of lost his angle a little bit. like to see him come out and challenge that a little bit more. There seemed to be a little bit too much, and we've got a great perspective here of where that shot went in. It was a great shot just inside the right post if you're the goaltender, but at the same time, I, I think that that was a big goal for the New Jersey Devils to, to get them back into the game and then able to find a way to score another one and then the empty netter, same score, same result as what happened at the United Center 3-2 with a, a late empty net goal, but I thought Soderbloom was good. He, he had some really big saves during the game, so I, I think this is a game that he can again build some confidence on moving forward. Alright, Troy. Well, frustrating end to the night, but we've got the best day ever coming up, so... Be thrilled to see you, ever. you and John back at the United Center for the best day ever. It's going to be a good one. I, I, you know what? I just look forward to seeing you, Joe. That's <laughs> that's what's going to drive me here Saturday and then half a Sunday. I, I just I, I'm so excited to be back in the booth with you. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, you sharing that publicly here on the radio. <laughs> Typically, it's just a nice little text I get from you. But uh, uh, yeah, and and you know, I have a lot of sarcasm in my <laughs> no, in I, my I, repertoire. <laughs> no, I, I never get that hint from you at all, ever. Come on. No, never. Not not Troy Murray, right, John? <laughs> He's laughing. Not him. No way. No, that Troy sarcastic Murray. Not. I not will at all. see you at the United Center in the booth Sunday we, afternoon. Troy, uh, you guys must be talking about somebody else. Troy Murray would never get sarcastic. <laughs> never. No. All right, you two. Mind your uh, monetary. I'm not, wired, I'm not wired that way. <laughs> never, never. Mind your uh, terse looks at each other, by the way, before uh, he exit the building. I know there's a lot those, of tension those still over minatory there. stairs minatory and those terse stairs. looks. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, that everyone t- constantly talks about. You know. <laughs> All right, you two. Fun stuff. Care, we'll talk to you in a couple of nights. All, All right. right. Good job, Joe. Thanks, everybody. All right. Likewise, that is Troy Murray and John Weideman. After the Hawks fall to the New Jersey Devils 4-2 to from the Prudential Center, it's a winless road trip. The Hawks 0-4-1 as they visit Dallas, Nashville, New York, and now New Jersey. And uh, again, I'll go back to how I started. I did feel like this was the best chance for the Hawks to win a game on this road trip. And they didn't have a handful of guys, including Connor Bedard. That's not a knock on Connor Bedard. It's just what a bunch of camaraderie we saw from this team. And the way Troy Murray put it, kind of said it best, is, you know, what other choice do you have? You, you really have no one 
else to step up, so it was just relying on everybody to come forward and come through. And you saw a lot of people like Boris Kachuk stepping up, a shorthanded goal to give the Hawks a 2-1 lead. Uh, Alex Vlasic had another great game. There were some blemishes, uh, maybe a misplay by Kevin Korchinski, the rough goal coughed up by Arvid Sutterbloom. But again, it's it's just one of those games where you really can't dissect one certain player or one certain play because they're just shorthanded so much with with so many guys. And it's it's really getting to the point where it's kind of unbelievable. And again, we will keep an eye on Twitter. We will keep an eye uh, we'll we'll get some sound from Luke Richardson in the Blackhawks dressing room. So if there is an update on either Connor Bedard or Nick Foligno, we will get to that. We'll get that to you as quickly as we can. But so far on Twitter, there hasn't been any update. I understand how scary it might be if there is some sort of jaw issue with Connor Bedard. It looked like that might be the case because. Brendan Smith just kind of standing over Connor Bedard in terms of the height difference, and it was his arm going into Bedard's face, and immediately after Bedard got up, after he was knocked down, he was quickly holding his face, but uh, we have no information on that right now, so it's not really worth it to speculate. Uh, Just have to wait and see. You hope that he can return? I mean... For selfish reasons, Connor McDavid is coming to the United Center on Tuesday. You'd love to see the mat- that matchup, but of course, first and foremost, you care about Connor Bedard's health, and hopefully he can make a speedy recovery. We've got plenty to get to. We don't have much time, though. 9.30, we are taking this postgame show up until we'll get sound from the Blackhawks dressing room as quickly as we can as we recap this 4-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils here on 720 WGN. Huck cleared out the center ice by Toffoli, taken back by the Hawks' Boris Kachuk, racing into the Devils own fires. He scores! A short-headed goal for Boris Kachuk. He let it rip into the top right corner past Vanacek. And the Hawks reassume the lead at 2-1. What a shot by Big Bo. Boris Kachuk, our player with the most heart tonight, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. Northwestern Medicine is home to the state's leading heart and vascular program, top-ranked for 16 straight years by U.S. News and World Report. Hawks fall to the New Jersey Devils 4-2 to tonight up at the Prudential Center in New Jersey. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, taking you up to 9.30 tonight. 312-981-7200. If you'd like to chime in, you can call or you could text. We do not have an update on Connor Bedard and or Nick Felino, and it doesn't sound like we will at all tonight. Uh, just quickly reading Twitter, uh, Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times saying no update on Bedard or Felino post-game. It sounds like they're just going to have to examine both of them tomorrow and um, possibly get an update uh, tomorrow or maybe even Sunday. Again, the Hawks have a day game on Sunday. I can't imagine the Hawks would have practice tomorrow. Uh, back-to-back games and traveling, it just doesn't seem likely, but uh, you never know sometimes, Well, especially with all the guys going down. I, I would highly, highly, highly doubt it. Uh, really quick, my name is Devin from Palin Hills, Payless Hills. I thought Murphy had a great game today, 23 minutes, and was laying the body left and right. Gutman also stuck out, too. There were a lot of guys being a little extra physical tonight. Murphy and Gutman, kind of those guys already. Uh, there was a bit of a questionable hit by Connor Murphy, uh, on Nico Heischer, and, and then Heischer left the game uh, in that first period. But then later on, Connor Murphy was called for the roughing penalty. Uh, not quite sure how that was a roughing penalty. That ended up giving the 
the New Jersey Devils their sixth power play, which the Blackhawks killed off. It was a sensational night for the Hawks' penalty kill tonight, six for six. Um, so that's another silver lining to take. Uh, Dexter and Bolingbrook, pat on the back to both goalies right now. They have it the toughest, players crashing into them and pucks coming in at 200 miles per hour. Yeah, again, it wasn't a fantastic night by Arvid Sutterbloom, but another really good performance compared to what he's done in the past. That's now back-to-back solid performances from Arvid Sutterbloom. Like Troy mentioned, he'd probably want uh, that Nemitz goal back that tied up the game 2-2. But this is not one of those games where everything is going to go perfectly for the Hawks. It's just not in the stars in terms of everything and everyone that went down in tonight's game. Uh, Boris Kachuk, our player with the most heart, also chatted with the media. Let's hear from the Blackhawks forward who scored a shorthanded goal tonight. Yeah, obviously um, he's a huge part of this team, so it, uh, you know it's sad to see. What was your emotion when, when you scored? Um, yeah, I mean... Haven't scored in a bit in this league, and you know it feels good to score again. How, how do you guys keep it together as a team? As you know, just I, I guess with the consecutive road losses, but just the, the injury you guys have faced as of late. I mean, there's no way to teach it really. Um, it's a part of this ho- it's part of this league, part of this part of hockey, and um, you can't really control it. So, do you feel like you guys have gotten more than your share, especially this road trip? What's that, sir? I say it feels like you got you more than your share of injuries, right? Uh, particularly this road trip. Yeah, obviously. Um, you know, we're, we're, we got the injury bug going on, and it's you know it's sad to see you guys go down because you know we all battle for each other, the guy next to us, and um, you know we're we're just trying to battle as a team. Speaking of battle, how do you feel about uh, Felino's response to that hit on Bedard? Yeah, it's. Um, I think there's a lot of guys that would have done it. Um, you know, Fliggy's a leader on this team for a reason, and um, you know he stepped up for us. Do you feel like it was a clean shot by Smith? Or do you feel like it was a cheap shot? Or? I mean, everybody saw it's dirty, so um, like, it's dirty. In the last six games, the Hawks have lost six players. Last night against New York, they lost no players. Tonight, they lose two, and probably two of the most important on this Blackhawks roster currently, and Connor Bedard and Nick Foligno. From the 630 area code, it goes without saying that it's been a very tough road trip for the gang, and some of the best on the roster dropping off the ice like flies. Regardless, this team keeps bringing the physical game, and look out for one another in the fullest sense of the word. Win or lose, I like the ferocity and energy this team brings lately, wishing a speedy recovery to Bedard and Felino. Yeah, I thought tonight showed a lot of team camaraderie. There was a lot of physicality. And Troy Murray had mentioned how that could really work out in the team's favor heading into this game tonight because they're not the New Jersey Devils aren't as big as a team of a team I should say as the New York Rangers and the Hawks do have a little bit of size against them so maybe use that to their advantage and as Troy put it be pesky against them kind of get under their skin and that definitely happened through the first uh, 40 minutes in the first two periods and I think Troy's right that third period things kind of settled down a little bit and then it just turned into all right New Jersey has probably a more talented roster than the Hawks and that's what ended up making the difference in the final 20 minutes along with all the guys that the Hawks are still continuing to miss so it really would have been a fun game to win it would have just been a great way to end the road trip and just bring some sort of light and all these injuries that have just been going down but you can't ignore 
or the fact that the injuries played a role in tonight's game, especially in the third period. Uh, Jared Tenorti, always a Hawks enforcer, had another uh, enforcing game tonight, showing his physicality, showing his size and his defense of this team. Uh, let's hear from the Blackhawks defenseman. Yeah, um, yeah, I haven't seen him yet. Um, we're definitely thinking about him and uh, and Nick. Uh, you know, not really sure. You know what the what it looks like for them yet, but I'm sure I'll see him after this and see how they're doing. How challenging has it been? I mean, you guys just losing so many players as of late. I mean, that's the NHL. It's next man up mentality. I think you look around the league, I mean, we're not the only team going through it right now. I think if you look at, you know, our roster, it seems like maybe we're going through it a little bit worse than others. But I think, you know, guys have to, we have to step up, uh, you know, myself included. I think we got to, you know, give a little bit more, make a little bit harder plays out there uh, uh, to kind of pull a little bit more weight. Um, I thought for the majority of the game, we were good tonight. Um, Just a couple, you know, slips and... It's tough out there right now. I think uh, we're battling hard tonight. It was better, better effort all around uh, from the group. But uh, you know, it's next man up mentality for us right now. To see, to see Felino fight Smith after that hit is, even though it didn't work out well for him clearly, but is it good to? see that for the group yeah i mean that's that's the culture we want to build here right i think uh nick nick drives the ship i think uh, you guys know nick drives the ship in here and uh that was great to see i think we needed that um you know everybody has each other's backs in here no matter what we're going through um so that was good to see i think it gave everybody a boost i think uh you know the team fought hard tonight um you know we just didn't get it done what was that those five ten minutes like i mean it seemed like every hit was big and i mean you guys were just I mean, both sides were going at it yeah i mean that's that's hockey and they brought it tonight i thought we responded well we brought it too. I think uh, you know those are those are the fun games you want to play in, right? I mean, there's a little bit more emotion out there tonight, and both teams wanted to win bad, and, and you know that's the fun part of hockey, competing like that. I mean, uh, you know, you hop over the boards, you want to give it your all, you kind of just shut your brain off and go out there and play. You feel like that was a clean hit by Smith on Bedard or Chuchaya? I mean, I didn't I didn't see it too well. I'd have to go back and look at the replay. I mean, obviously he kind of got him up high, and he didn't return to the game, but uh, I'd have to see it again. I didn't see it. In the third period, Ace, is it tough to kind of hold it together when you're missing guys on the road against a tough team like that? I mean, no, that's our job. I think, uh, you know, we got to show up and we got to go, go out there and play. And, uh, you know, that's our job. And we were, like I said, we were close tonight. Guys were battling. Um, you know, that's kind of what we're going through as a team is learning how to win these kind of games. I mean, that was kind of a playoff atmosphere out there tonight. And we got to learn how to win those games. Um, you know, we had a push. I think we kind of let off the gas a little bit towards the end of the third. I think they kind of, they made a, you know, it was like three shifts in a row. I think they kind of took it to us a little bit. And that's, that's what we have to manage. We have to learn from that, uh, you know, so Sometimes you don't have to go out there and make a great play every every shift. I think um, you know sometimes when they're pressing, it's that little plays that kind of get you out of that, and then you can kind of you know roll the next shift, roll the next shift. So, I mean, uh, not to be superstitious, but you guys have lost a man every game of this road trip. Do you a want this road trip to be over? <laughs> B believe it's just like cursed or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't believe in curses, but. I mean, that's just the way we're going right now. I mean, that's our fight in this room. Um, you know, whoever comes in the locker room next, we, we just got to, you know, get them into the group and, and roll it. I think uh, you can't sit here and, you know, we have we have more games to play. You know, you can't sit here and dwell on that. You can't sit here and say, poor me, poor this, poor that. I mean, it's, you know, this is the NHL. We have a job to do. We got to go out there and do it. Just going back on uh, Boris Kachuk, I know that we just heard from Jared Tenorti, but Boris Kachuk calling the hit by... Um, Brendan Smith on Connor Bedard dirty. I, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I'm in the belief that it was not a dirty hit. I thought it was just a play where Connor Bedard's head was down as he was coming in. There's obviously the size difference, and it, it didn't look great, but I, I, I wouldn't categorize it as a dirty hit. Now, that being said, 
a player and a team can feel whatever they want to feel in order to get redemption and, and build some team camaraderie and, and defend their player. I don't think their response was in the wrong whatsoever. I mean, Tenorti immediately went over to Brendan Smith later on. Uh, Nick Felino dropped the gloves. I, 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 you want to see that. You want to see the team come together after something like that. Uh, just a real quick update, too, on Jack Hughes, who left the game Early in the third period, he did not come back. There's no update on him. Lindy Ruff always keeps his cards close to his vest, so uh, not quite sure if we'll ever hear an update on that. Uh, And one other note, Tab Bamford, who uh, is one of the beat reporters, tweeted out a list of the Blackhawks lineup on opening night and struck a red line through everyone who is unavailable as of right now. As of right now, the Blackhawks have five forwards from the original 12 that they had on opening night. Ryan Donato, Lucas Reichel, Jason Dickinson, and then Boris Kachuk and Cole Gutman. Those last two, Kachuk and Gutman, have made stints down to Rockford already this year. And then defensively, it is a little bit more of the entire crew. Six of the eight, Alex Vlasic, Kevin Korczynski, Connor Murphy, and Jared Tenorti. The Hawks still without Seth Jones and uh, Wyatt Kaiser now down back in Rockford in the AHL at the moment. we got to get to another break. 312-981-7200 if you'd like to call or if you'd like to text. Hawks fall to the New Jersey Devils 4-2. They finish off a winless road trip and add insult to injury. Connor Bedard goes down in this game. So does Nick Foligno. And the Hawks are missing a lot of resources before their next home game which is Sunday afternoon at the United Center for the best day ever. We'll hear from Luke Richardson, the Blackhawks head coach, when we come back. Hawks Post Game Show, 720 WGN. Jack Hughes through center ice. In over the Hawk line, left wing side to Nico Hishier, left corner, put it out in front, a point blank shot by Brown, and an outstanding save made by Arvid Sutterbloom as he got in front of that with a chest. That's his best save of the game, and that was a dandy. <laughs> That's tonight's Save of the Game, sponsored by ComEd Financial Assistance Programs. Arvid Sutterbloom tonight with 28 saves. So he's now had at least 28 saves in his last two appearances. He went on a span of only allowing one 5-on-5 goal over a span of five straight periods, if you include the last game against the Nashville Predators. A better showing for Arvid Sutterbloom tonight. Not perfect but definitely better and definitely a step in the right direction over his last two games considering what happened in St. Louis before Christmas. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. A 4-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils. The Hawks' road road woes continues. They now lose 14 straight road games in a row. They go winless on this road trip 0-4-1. However, they don't cough up a power play goal. They were a perfect 6-for-6 on the penalty kill tonight, and I believe that ends a trend of 14 straight games, giving up a power play goal. Uh, Really quickly from the text line, and if you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200 from the 708 area code. Kachuk earned a spot on the roster after tonight. I've been a big fan of his game all year long. I can't see him out of this lineup for guys like Reese Johnson and Mackenzie Entwistle. I think all three of those guys are different types of players, but I'm with you. Boris Kachuk has continued to earn playing time. Uh, He's a guy that fully takes advantage of it, especially when he went back down to Rockford and came back up. And uh, he's on a, I don't want to call it a little bit of a heater, but back-to-back games where he's picked up a point. Uh, From the 608 area code, Joe, did Blackwell play tonight after that fancy goal last night? 
He looks ready. Yeah, uh, Blackwell did play tonight, 17 minutes on the ice, uh, 17-28 to be exact. He had two shots on goal. He was a minus one. Uh, Continued on that line with Nick Foligno and Jason Dickinson, but of course things got moved around a little bit once Nick Foligno left the game after the fight he had. But that line continues to be pretty much the most hardworking line. Um, from the 646 area code, Hi, Joe. When an empty net is scored, does it not count against the goalie who went on the bench? Thanks. Peter Puck in Peoria. Well, Peter Puck, no, it doesn't go against uh, his record. It, it'll it go down in the loss column uh, as a 4-2 loss. But uh, no, that does not count as a, a goal coughed up. Luke Richardson, the Blackhawks head coach, chatted with the media. Let's hear from him. Uh, just, uh, you know, just in return to the game, we're going to get everybody home and obviously and checked out at home. Uh, to see if there's anything further. Uh, so hopefully we'll know more tomorrow, and uh, we'll have to have practice probably tomorrow because um, afternoon game the following day. Uh, he was holding his jaw. Was there going to be a? Yeah. Well, I think he, like he obviously banged his head, but um, you know, maybe, I don't, I'm not sure if he's like. I, I, I just got in there now and haven't uh, heard anything other than you know everybody's coming home tonight. Everybody's fine to come home, and we'll just get to check out. Uh, same, you know, same. They're just both banged up, and you know, there's really nothing we can do too much here, like other than get them home and get them to our our, uh, our specialists and see if uh, everything's okay. Well, when there's a hit like that, it's Bedard automatically put in concussion protocol. Uh, I, that's where I thought he was at first, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I didn't know until I got in after the period that he probably wouldn't return to the game. So, um, you know, they didn't say that he was going to concussion, but uh, you know, I was waiting for get home and get checked out thoroughly. How big a blow was that emotionally? Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, our guys played hard, and they played hard when uh, the injured guys were out, and, and the guys that were uh, uh, in the penalty box, I uh, thought our penalty kill was excellent tonight, uh, but unfortunately, you know, we just didn't get it done at the end. You know, we uh, they're a strong team, and, and they kept coming, and uh, uh, they just found a few cracks in the third period, but uh, the guys, uh, you know, I mean, we, we really didn't... Uh, uh, play poorly. We just, I think, probably ran out of a little bit of steam compared to a full lineup on the other side. Kachuk uh, thought that the hit Smith had on Bedard was dirty. What, what do you think? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really see it too many times yet. Like, I just saw it quick uh, on the bench. I don't know if it was dirty. I think Connor was reaching for a puck and didn't see him because he was behind another guy, one of their players and I don't think he stepped up on him. I think he just kind of stopped and, and Connor kind of ran uh, head first right into him. But, uh, you know, I don't think it was uh, intent to uh, hit or uh, anything. I think he was just playing uh, hard on the blue line uh, and, and trying to keep uh, the puck out on the penalty kill. What, what are your thoughts on Felino fighting? Yeah, Smith? you know, I mean, that's uh, you know, players are, are always going to take uh, uh, exception and be more heated uh, because they're they're invested in those of their teammates, and that, that's always a good thing. It's a good sign. I think this team's a good close team and have done that all year. Um, and uh, you know, I mean. You know, he did a great job there. I thought he, he lifted up uh, the guys, and the guys, uh, you know, I mean, uh, killed uh, off any kind of penalties that Nick had tonight. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's the leader that Nick is. Uh, it's a particularly chippy game. I think 14 penalties in the second period alone. Is that just jersey style? No, I think it's, you know, I mean, probably partly that, you know, uh, one of our players went down, and, and then there's, uh, you know, uh, then we kind of hit. We had a couple good hits on their good players, and that's what you have to do in the, in the NHL. You can't let the best players skate around. So uh, it just went back and forth and got heated. And uh, I thought both teams just reacted uh, and responded to that. Was that the tone you were trying to set from the beginning? 
Uh, we want to definitely play an aggressive game, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, I, I think it evolved even more when Connor went down, and then we had a couple good hits on their team. So I think our our game plan was to start off and get forechecking, uh, take the body on their defense, and try and turn pucks over. But uh, yeah, I think it escalated a little bit the first period and even the second period. But uh, our guys reacted well and they they played well and they played heated but disciplined. I mean, I think you guys already down six forwards coming into this game before Bedard and Felino. What are your thoughts with that right now? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we've been dealing with this for a while now, and it just, uh, we haven't been really getting uh, too many guys back, but Vlasic was, I guess, the first guy back, and uh, and then Blackwell, but other than that, uh, we seem to have more going out than coming in right now, so it's an unfair uh, uh, number equation for us right here to deal with. Seemed, seemed like Soderblom had another pretty solid game. Yeah, he did. I thought he was good. You know, you know, a couple bounces tonight, and he gets a win. And it's just uh, he's having a hard time finding a win. Uh, but uh, de- definitely two solid games in a row. That's encouraging for him and for us. So again, if you're just joining us, no update on Connor Bedard. No update on Nick Foligno. Hawks fall to the New Jersey Devils 4-2 to two tonight over at the Prudential Center, and they go winless on this road trip. One more break, and then we'll wrap up the postgame show, take a look around the NHL as well. Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. Flames do keep it in. Here's Lindholm. He spins and drops Cattery. Back it up to the blue line to Anderson. He gives it to Zarin. He gives it to Sharon Govich, who returns the puck to Zary, who shoots and scores. The Flames' relentless pressure finally pays off. Connor Zary puts the puck past UC Soros and gives his team a one-to-nothing lead. That's Derek Wills of Sportsnet 960, the fan, and that is our next game preview, which is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time. The Calgary Flames come to the United Center Sunday afternoon, a 2 o'clock puck drop, a 1.30 FanDuel Sportsbook pregame show, but it will be the best day ever, so you definitely want to make it out to the United Center if you can. Calgary's hot, a three-game winning streak right now. They're still sixth in the Pacific Division in the Western Conference with a 17-16-5 and record, but the Hawks getting ready to play four of their next five at home at the UC. One out of town, and we'll go to Washington. Center point. Low here to Svechnikov. He scores on a beauty short side on Kemper. The pass from up top. And Malenstein is hard in his shoes right now. It's 3-2 Carolina. Yeah, what a change in that game. That's John Walton of Capitals Radio Network. Washington scored the first two goals. Former Hawk Dylan Strom netting one. But then Carolina scored six unanswered goals on the road. Two from Brent Burns as Svechnikov gave them the lead, as you heard. And then uh, Vasily Ponomarov, Ponomarov uh, one of the prospects for the Carolina Hurricanes, making his NHL debut, scoring his first NHL goal in the final minute. He played with the Chicago Wolves for some time last year. Only other game going on right now, the Winnipeg Jets and the Anaheim Ducks are scoreless. The Jets are trying to stay perfect on the second half of a back-to-back. They're 3-0-0 right now. No score with less than 10 minutes left in the first period. Blackhawks Hockey has been sponsored by Sitco. When you start with Sitco, you're good to go. United Airlines, your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Hyundai dealers. Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time, and Northwestern Medicine. Big thanks to all the help here at the WGN Studios, our production crew of Jack Heinrich and Alan Poppy, and the captain, our engineer, Brett Jackson. John Weideman and Troy Murray had the call from the Prudential Center. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand signing off. Hawks fall to the New Jersey Devils 4-2.